0: People are wanting money and power and fame. Yan ang hinahabol ng mga They'll do anything. They'll try everything just to get more money. Just to get power and position. And people are trying everything just to become, you know, sikat. nagpapasikat ng mga They want to be famous. They want to be on television. People want to be See, they want to see their name publicized. Now, wealth and power and fame, these are the things that God freely gives us <laughs> wealth and power and fame. It says right here in Revelations all the wealth, all the riches, all the power, and all the glory and honor and blessing, it belongs to Jesus. Are you there? And he shares that sa atin po. So ang series po natin ito, we're going to start a new series today called Wealth, Power, and Fame. Wealth, Power, and Fame. These are not evil. Wealth and Power and Fame are neutral. (laughs) Sabi mo neutral. It just depends on the character of the one receiving the wealth you see listen to me money is not good or bad it's neutral money simply amplifies nagpapalakas it amplifies whatever the carrier is inaako niya ang nature ng kanyang mayari so for example if you're a thief sino mag dito wag ko pero kung sa isang thief na napasa kanya na more money the thief becomes a bigger thief if you're a giver sino mga givers dito If you're a giver, more money will make you a bigger giver. Right? For a drug dealer, ang pera na sa kamay ng drug dealer becomes drug money. For a hitman, pera sa kamay o sa bulsa ng isang hitman becomes blood money. In other words, the money for a person simply takes on the nature of the person so money is not good or bad it's just neutral pero may kalaban tayo and Satan all, always tries to corrupt what God considers valuable kaya there's a lot of temptations with money and power and fame Maraming tukso doon because why? It matters to God. You see, Satan will not counterfeit isang bagay na walang halaga. Ginagaya niya yung mga may halaga. Tama po ba? You won't counterfeit a five peso coin. Pag may counterfeit, he will use a one thousand bill or five hundred. Bihira may may counterfeit na (laughs) twenty. Sayang yung risk niya. And the same thing with Satan. He does not corrupt the things of God na walang halaga. He will try to twist and corrupt the things of God which matters the most. That's why there's such great temptation with money. That's why money becomes the source of fighting within families. And you know what I mean because even in your own family there had been fights over money. Dipoba. ba? Aminin po natin na minsan nang talagang kwane. source kung bakit nag-aaway si nanay si tatay. Yan nang nakakasira ng relationship ng mga kapatid. Pagpatay na si si mga parents natin, ano na 'yan? Nag, Nag-aagawan na because of money because of money may tensions a church because of money very sensitive nakakasira pa ang relationships basta money is involved it's very very delicate very sensitive why because mahalaga ang pera and all the listen all riches belong to Jesus and satan wants to corrupt and destroy the very things that matters much to god Now, I want to give you three quick points here. First of all, it's not just about being rich. God, I don't believe God wants you to be rich. I believe God wants you to be wealthy. Anong pakakaiba? Rich and wealthy. Isipin mo yung wealthy is more uh, inclusive. Maraming kasama doon. Sa wealth. I, I, I have this definition. Pakisulat na sa papers na. The we- wealth is the sum total of all God has given us. Wealth. Yung total of all that God has given us. Bahagi ng, ano, God has given us, of course, strength and health. Health is wealth. God has given us uh, our Salvation healing, deliverance. God has given us uh, access sa kanyang presensya and God has provided for us and God can and will give more. Ayon dun sa ating pagiging faithful sa kanyang mga salita. Now I tell you, wealth is what God has in plan, His plans for you. Not just that you have a lot of money in the bank account, but that you are wealthy. It's a bit more wealthy. God wants you to be wealthy. Let me give you three things that we need para maranasan natin ang wealth ng Dios. Okay, the wealth belongs to Jesus. The riches and blessing belongs to Jesus Christ. Amen. Now the thing is, God freely shares that with us. Listen, the Bible says in Romans eight thirty two that God who did not even withhold, he did not spare his own son, but gave Jesus up freely for us, how much more will he not also give us all things? Kung si Jesus, God did not withhold, God did not stop giving Jesus. His one and only beloved son. Don't you think God will give you the rest? Of course. All things. Now, in Christ, who are we? Diba? Pinausapan natin noon the past weeks that in Christ, uh, I can do all things. And I am everything. Now, the truth is, God made Jesus become sin so that you could become righteous. But that righteousness is what we call positional righteousness iba po yung experiential righteousness stay with me legally sa accounts ng langit sa book of life andun yung pangalan mo if you receive jesus christ your sins are washed away sa mata ng dios you are clean you are pure so legally you are righteous but how about day-to-day? Actually. Yes, legally, we're clean. But actually, in the actual practice, sa atipong experience ng ara araw hindi pa. Diba? May mga works pa. May mga work in progress pa. Legally, we are free. Sin has no power over us. But experientially, we still have some bondages in our life. Amen. We still, have, we still need to become free from those habits. So the same thing. Legally and sa ating position, we are rich. We are wealthy because our father is a millionaire. The Bible says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The Bible says all the silver and all the gold are mine, says the Lord. So legally... Tagapagmana, we, we are heirs of the riches of Christ. Position, our position, your position is, you are wealthy, man. You are rich. But what I want for this church, what I want for your life, is that you will graduate, not just stay rich in theory, not just in position in the legal, but to actually experience the wealth of God in your life. I want you to experience the righteousness of Christ. Even though you're already righteous, legally, even though you're already free, legally, I want you to experience freedom and experience wealth and experience power. Yes, we have the power of the Holy Spirit. But, Minsan, we feel weak, right? And, Minsan, we are weak. Okay, so that's what this is. This series is about experiencing God's wealth. Experience it day to day, His power. And experiencing the fame and the glory and the honor and the reputation of God. So the first thing you need to do to experience God's wealth is change your mind about money. Are you following me? Change your mind. Mag-upgrade ng iyong pag-iisip tungkol sa pera. Repent. Here's the thing. You need to repent from believing lies about money. Did you know that if you're not experiencing God's wealth, there's a lie that you believe to be true. I want to tell you today, you can be wealthy with your current income right now. Oh, how's that? Yeah. I've been dwelling on this. I've been praying about this. You can experience being a wealthy person. Kahit anong sweldo mo ngayon. Kahit anong allowance. Kahit anong... An amount. Even without changing the peso amount, you can experience being wealthy. I'm going to show you how. But the first thing is to change your mind about money. And the second, Kasama doan is repent of the lies. Repent from believing lies and confess God's word about money. Unang lie. I'll give you about five. Maraming lies. But number one lie is people said that Jesus was poor. Now, how many of you believe that Jesus was poor? Well, the Bible says he was born in a manger. kawawa naman siya. He was born in a manger. But I got, I got a whole teaching. I don't have time today. I'm going to teach you about, about this some other time. That Jesus was not poor his parents were supposed to check into a hotel it just so happens fully booked kaya he was born in a manger and when jesus was born wise men from the east rich very wealthy men and wag mong sabihin tatlo sila the bible never says there are three men who gave gifts to jesus the bible doesn't tell us how many there may have been 12 20 we don't know but the very wise and very rich men came and gave Jesus gifts. The Bible says they opened up their treasures. These are not simple people. These are matataas na world travelers, mga dignitaries. And they have treasures. They have big money. And they, gave, they came from a far country. I promise you, hindi sila nagbigay ng pang raffle na Christmas gift diyan worth 50 pesos pababa. Hindi ganon ang pagbigay nila kay Jesus. They gave treasures. It was enough to support Jesus. I don't know for how long. Gold, frankincense, mere, very expensive gifts. It would be like the baby Jesus inheriting a fortune. And many, many more scriptures will tell us that Jesus was not poor. Unang higit sa lahat, it is not in God's nature to be poor. Now, the Bible says Jesus became poor for us. But Jesus became a lot of things for us. Jesus became sin. Does that mean we should try to become sinful? Because he be- No. Jesus became weak. Does that mean we should live a lifestyle of weakness? No, Jesus became poor so that we could become rich. Okay. Jesus, when he called twelve disciples, he took on responsibility for providing for this man. Silay Naging followers like his staff. He had to shoulder their traveling expenses. Do you know they traveled? They went places. They had a ministry. There were middle class, upper middle class women, business women supporting the ministry of Jesus. May peras ya. Jesus had a treasurer. Do you know his name? Sineo Pangara uh, Sinung Treasurer ni Jesus. Judas. I don't get Jesus uh, ni Judas since money go pit. now why would someone steal kung walang pera he was stealing money which means Jesus had money how many poor people do you know has a treasurer you know anybody poor do they have a full time treasurer I'm telling you Jesus was not poor if you believe here, listen to this if you believe that Jesus was poor and he's our example then in the back of your mind you will believe that you should be poor like Jesus it is not true and it is not the heart and the character and the nature of our god when jesus did miracles and he produced wealth how much would it cost to buy bread danish baker for 15000 people he get you got to have a big budget. Jesus created wealth just like that. But here's the good news. There was left over. There was more than enough. El Shaddai, one of the nicknames of God, actually means He's a God that is more than enough. Our God's character, yung nature ng ating Diyos po, is a God of overflow. He is more than enough. His character, His name His trend, his movements are always abundance, overflow, more, giving. God is not a God who is in lack, in debt. God is not going to ask to borrow money from his neighbor. Our God is a rich God, amen. And he's your father. If your father is rich, Do you think your father wants you to be poor? Okay? Of course not. Uncle Johnny here, he's about to retire. Okay? Uncle Johnny, are you rich? Mayaman po kayo? Hindi. Okay. Pero kung sakaling naging mayaman ka, gusto mo mo ba na mananatili sila Robert, sila Randy na mahirap? Na ikao yaman pero gusto mo sila magiging mahirap gusto mo ano ano sabi na hindi hindi Shempre pag ikao ay naging mayaman gusto mo rin yung mga anak mo mayaman din it doesn't make sense na a father who becomes rich would let his children and would desire for his children to be poor. I want you to repent of believing the lie that Jesus is a poor person. That God is a god of poverty and lack. The second lie is that God doesn't want me to be wealthy. Marami nagsasabi na God is rich o nga but he wants me to be poor. Doesn't make sense. Number 3 being poor is holy. Maraming nagsasabi na mas spiritual yung mahirap. Mas malapit sa Diyos ang mga mahirap. And money is evil. Kaya yung mga mayaman sila ang pinaka-evil. Hindi po totoo yan. Sa totoo lang, poverty and lack is a curse. And Jesus died to take away that curse. Okay? Now, I'm trying to help you get into an experience of experiencing wealth. And even at your current income, you can begin to feel wealthy if you change your mind about money. And stop thinking that your God wants you to be poor. If you believe that, if you believe, listen to me, if you believe that God wants you to be poor how will that affect your attitude toward money? Every time you get some, you'll feel guilty. And you will subconsciously sabotage your own prosperity because you think Jesus is poor. I want to share with you this because the fifth one, the fourth and fifth uh, lies is that people think money will make me happy. And maybe... You believe that lie right now today. Maaring yun ang nasa isip mo. Kung sakaling makakapera ako, ako ako'y magiging masaya sa wakas. Magiging magaan ang buhay ko. Wala nang problema pag mayaman na. Pag may pera lang sana ako, kahit konting yaman lang, I will be happy. And you know what? If you're not happy right now, Getting money will not change your happiness. I'm telling you that, let me tell you this that money only amplifies who you are and what you are. If you're depressed right now, money will increase your depression. If you're a worrier, you get more money, you'll become a bigger worrier. If you're a giver and you get money, you'll be a bigger giver. If you're a happy person and you get more money, you'll be a a happier person with more money. I'm just telling you that money does not change who you are. It only shows who you are. More. The fifth lie is that money can buy everything. Hindi po totoo. Money cannot buy love. Maraming mayama nagaaway paren. Ka makano ang sueldo nagaaway paren sila mag-asawa. You thought that rich people don't fight with their spouse? Oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Money cannot buy you peace. Money cannot buy you freedom. If you have addictions in your life, money will not change that. If you've got a bad attitude, if you've got unforgiveness, no amount of money can change that. You cannot buy freedom and peace. You cannot buy those things with money. So we need to just understand that there are thousands of scriptures in the Bible that talks about money and wealth and God's principles. I want you to get into the word and begin studying about God's plan for your finances. And stop believing the lies. Repent from believing the lies. The truth is God does want you to prosper. God does want you to be wealthy but for a different reason than what you think sabi sa maraming scriptures sabi philippians isulat mo lang 50 philippians chapter 4:19 god shall supply all your needs according to his riches okay deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 remember the lord thy god for it is he that gives you the power to get wealth so that he may establish his covenant in the earth marami pong scriptures yan ituloy natin sa number 2 number 1 is ano, change your mind about money number 2 is check check your heart about money silipin mo ang attitude mo ang attitude ng heart mo why do you want money? Why do you want money? What's your motive? Do a motive check and get your heart ready. Get your heart ready because you can increase money when your heart is ready. Kung ikaw isang anak ng Diyos, God will not put money on you. He will not bring money, big money to you na hindi mo kayang i-handle. Na hindi ayos ang puso mo. Selfish rin, Jealous If your heart is not right, God loves you. He will slow down the wealth increase until you get your heart right. I believe that. And when your heart is right, and here's the way to get your heart right. Do not love money. Do not love money. Make sure that you don't love money. It says in 1 Timothy 6, verse 10, the love of money is the root ugat, of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered away from the truth or the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Nakakalungkot yung pera. If you love money, God will chase you. <laughs> God will chastise and discipline you because you're chasing after money. But if you love God and chase after God, the money will chase after you. Money will serve you serving God instead of you serving money. Are you following me? This You've got to love God, not the money. If you love wealth, if you love the the, the money and what money can buy, then your heart will be uh, poisoned. And so, it's very important na alagaan natin ang puso natin. Check your heart. Be thankful and content. So be more content. Let me give you some practical help. I want to help you. Content. Say it again. Content. Now, content doesn't mean you don't strive. You don't try to earn more. Content does not mean na, uh, sige, satisfied na ako, ganito lang. Sapat na sa akin, yung ganito lang. Mahirap lang kami, okay lang. Kung ano yung, judge dyan, dyan, dyan lang. Ayokong, wala akong pangarap na maging mayaman. Sapat ito sa akin. Napaka-selfish yung, yung galing niyan. Napaka-selfish. Alam mo bakit? Pag ikaw ay nagsasabi na, sapat lang ito sa akin, Sa'yo? Para For your food, your needs? How about overflow for somebody else? God did not create us na maging makasarili, na maging selfish. God created man in his own image. God blessed man in the garden and gave him the power to produce and to harvest. And to plant and to increase. And until now, God desires for His children to live a life of abundance and overflow, not selfishness. Not yung, sige I got yung sapat lang sa akin that's good enough. Okay, so you gotta check your heart and be content. But here's the thing about content do not compare your level. With the levels of other people, yana nakakasira. That's what destroys contentment when you compare yourself to what others have. I'll give you an example. If you see na what you have, and you start to compare with your neighbor on the left, okay, dito sa isang bahay at kung ikaw ay uh, parang compare sa kanila ikaw mas maraming mga, mga gamit sa bahay their house is bigger they have a car they have things that you don't have if you compare yourself to someone on a higher level than you it will cause you to feel poor is that right? because you're looking at what you have And then you look at what they have. And they have more than you. So that comparison will rob your joy and your contentment. Now, if you compare to someone who has less than you, a tendency is it can make you feel pride. So the best thing is do not compare yourself and your level with other people. Be content and thankful for what God has brought into your life, and recognize nasa source. Dignite natin sa number three. Control your spending. You be Do you want to be wealthy? Walang sagot. Parang duda kayo. Do you want to be wealthy? Practical advice, right here. Change your mind about money. Check your heart. Make sure you don't love it. Make sure that's not what you're chasing, that you're loving God. You will begin to experience the wealth of God in your life. But you've got to control your spending. So many of you are buying things that you cannot afford. And so you spend and spend, and you don't have that level yet. Yung income mo hindi ganung kataas. But you keep spending as if mataas ang income mo. As if my regular job ka. As if walang problema ang pera. Imagine payday. Nandapat i budget mo yan for the whole month. After two or three days, ubus na. Why? Because you're out of control. I'll give you a little bit of, uh, first thing you've got to do is tithe. If you don't tithe, you will never experience God's wealth. Period. Unless you tithe, there is no way, you have no chance. Because the Bible says over there in Malachi 3, that there is a pestilence. There is a, a, a you know what a pestilence is? What's a what's a synonym for pestilence, uh, Steve? Lo, uh, yung yung mga insect na nakakasira ng 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 harvest mo, ng yaman mo. And there is a pestilence. There is a a a force, the force of the enemy, and the 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 kamay ng diablo. And he will move in your finances and make sure that maubusan ka. He will make sure that. Your finances are not enough. He will make sure get, that that's his job. A thief comes to kill and steal and destroy. And you are no match against the devil's work, unless you have protection. Unless you have a shelter, unless you have someone blocking for you, the devil will eat your finances. He will make sure you go in debt. He will make sure your things break. And that you get sick and you have to buy medicines, and the devil will do all kinds of tricks to make sure you do not experience the wealth of God. But tithing blocks the hand of the enemy and stops the devil from getting his hands on your finances. Kaya lagi ko sinasabi at ulitin ko ngayon: yung ninety percent ng income mo, yung salary mo, allowance mo, ninety percent. Kasi nag-tight ka, kaya naka-minus ka, no? 100%, naka-minus ka ng 10%. Yung 90% na may sa yo is better. It's more powerful. It's more uh, abundant. Yung 90% na may pagpapala ng Dios mas higit yan kaysa yung 100% buo na may sumpa. Are you following me? Very simple. 90% with God's blessing we'll go farther, we'll do more, we'll buy more, and we'll be wealthy for you than the 100% with no protection and Satan trying to kill and steal and destroy. Very simple. So you got to tithe. I would suggest 10, eto, try this, 10, 20, 70. 10% of your money, tithe. 20%? Save, magipon ka, invest ka, and 70% is your budget. And you need to learn to control your spending and live below your income level. If you live below your income, if you control your spending and you reduce your spending, you will experience wealth. The problem is. You're experiencing materialism. Pag nakita mo, like this, like this, hindi ka naku-control ng spending. So you gotta be a wise and faithful manager. Tingnan natin dito, fill in the blanks John. Recognize the source and the owner is God. And be faithful, be a faithful manager of God's money. Did you get that? control your spending, recognize the source of your money is God. And He's the owner. And be a faithful manager. Steward lang tayo. Tayo ang taga-manage lang ng pera ng Diyos. If you want to experience wealth, just recognize, hindi akin to. I'm spending the Lord's money. I better be faithful. I better be wise. Whatever income you're on right now, I know you might, some of you might be in debt. Some of you might have no job. Sidelined lang, mga odd jobs. Others of you have more money now than you had before. Pero pahirap na pahirap because you know that your money is not enough. Because hindi ka na... Na naranasan ng wealth ng Dios. It's the blessing of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. It's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And He adds no sorrow to it. At marami pang ibang scriptures. But I want to say this. If you have... The Bible calls it coveting. If you covet and compare and become jealous of other people, you will never experience wealth. You can only experience wealth when you recognize God is the source. He has unlimited resources. And whatever he calls me to do, he will provide. So stop asking him to bless your agenda. Find out where he's moving. Find out where he's working and go join him. Because where God guides, God provides. And if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And he pays his bills. I want you, I really want everyone in this church to experience wealth. Not to love money, but just to experience a wealthy lifestyle wealthy That you are not worried about money that you're trusting God to provide. That you are not spending on things that are hindi ayon sa kanyang agenda. But that everything that you're spending is somehow connected to God's purposes for your life. So I want you to change your mind and begin to think, you know, I'm wealthy. I'll tell you a story, just briefly. I went into McDonald's a couple of months ago. And I saw someone there who I knew a little bit, pero pinakilala niya ako sa isang bisita niya from abroad. And he's, he just, ah, uh, father-in-law niya. Bisita niya, father-in-law niya. And he said, uh, so-and-so, I forgot the guy's name actually. He said, this is Tim and Tim Warden and uh, the man stood up. He's an older man, probably about uh, 70, maybe 72 or 3 years old. And he, uh British chef. He was from Great Britain. And he stood up from his chair at McDonald's. And when he never saw me before, we never saw each other. And when the other, our friend introduced me to him, as he was shaking my hand he said it's nice to meet a wealthy man <laughs> dinya ako kilaala but nya alam but nya alam sabi niya it's nice to meet a wealthy man and i was a little bit you know surprised because hindi ganon usually ang sasabihin mo pag first time you meet someone pero sabi niya ang yaman mo It's nice to meet a wealthy man. And you know what I said? I said, yes, I'm wealthy. And I don't say that with pride. I say that with confidence. Because my father is wealthy. And I'm an heir. Tagapagmana ako. And I may not have, every day, I may not have big money in my pockets... But anything that God calls me to do, I know He'll provide. And the same thing is true for you. If someone tells you, you're rich, kung may magtatanong sa'yo, are you wealthy? You know what the problem is? You're believing a lie. And you deny it. And you say, hindi, hindi Hindi ako, hindi ako, mahirap lang kami. And when you do that, when you use your mouth to sabotage your own prosperity, you can never experience being wealthy if you reject it. If you think God doesn't want you to be wealthy. You know, whether you like it or not, accept the fact you're rich. Accept it. Receive it. As a man, the proverb says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. If you think you're wealthy, and you recognize God is your source, then you can just go around. You don't even need to show off. You don't even need to be mayabang. You just go around knowing who you are. I'm righteous in Christ? Yes, I'm on the process of actually experiencing being righteous but i'm righteous yes i'm free sometimes i got bondage here but i'm on the process of becoming more and more free but i'm free and i'm wealthy and yes i'm on the process of of uh, training and god's teaching me how to budget and god's increasing my skills and maybe i'm in a season of education and learning and Maybe I'm paying debts or I'm building some, uh, some career. for. The, but I'm on the process, but I'm wealthy. And you just need to accept it. And break out of that poverty complex. You are not poor. If you're a Christian, you are wealthy in Christ. Because all riches and all power and all glory and all honor and all wisdom belongs to Jesus. He is rich. And he has made us rich. Let's give the Lord a big hand, clap of praise. Let's just pray together right now. Father, I just thank you for being who you are. Mayaman po kayo. You are El Shaddai. You are so wealthy. You're so rich. All riches belong to you. And thank you that you've humbled yourself so much to actually select me as a manager of some of your wealth. Lord, I know you'll never run out. <laughs> it's impossible for you to lack. It's impossible for you to borrow or to have a need that can, that can never be fulfilled. That's not your nature. You're wealthy. And Lord, just forgive us for believing the lie that you're poor and you want us to be poor and hard up. And Lord, just just convert our heart so that we love you and seek and chase and pursue you with all of our heart. And We don't even worry about the, the, the money. We don't even love money. We just love you. And let money be a servant to us, serving you. That money will be a tool to help us to fulfill your purposes on this earth. Lord, convert us away from materialism. And foolish spending, Lord, give us a wise and faithful way of of spending. Give us self control. Lord, give us uh, the ability to to budget well and and to to just trust you with the tithe and experience your wealth in in the mindset, in the frame of mind, in attitude of mind that we just are confident that that you're wealthy and we're your your children. So. Just let us carry ourselves around, not as a, a poor beggar, but as a child who has been lavished with such great privilege. And we thank you for providing. That's who you are. We trust that. We believe that. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I turn to someone and say, you're wealthy. Just tell them, say, you are wealthy. So being more, it's nice to meet a rich person.